Come on in, guys, because it's time for Outwatch, a Survivor Rewatch podcast. My name is Alex, and I will be your host and guide through our Outwatch experience today and forever. Uh, we are smack dab in the middle of Survivor the Amazon season six, doing an episode by episode rewatch and recap podcast. Here with y'all, I'm joined by three of my friends who are experiencing Survivor for the very first time. Um, today's episode of Concentration is episode five of Survivor the Amazon, titled Pick Up Sticks. Um, I actually don't, I'm thinking about this right now. I don't know why it's called that. I don't know why we're talking about sticks. I guess they like draw sticks at one point, but it seems like a silly name. Yeah, uh, I think it's because he he dumps all of everybody's name on like yes. pieces oh. of wood, and they're stick like. That's right. You're right. Yeah, that's the answer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm made better by my co-hosts. <laughs> and why don't you meet those co-hosts now, um, oh, Adam? One. Welcome to Outwatch. Good to be here. Uh, in this episode, perhaps the highlight moment is this blind date slash tribe swap that Dave and Jenna have the unique privilege of going on. And that got me thinking, Adam, of all the survivors we've encountered so far in our two and a half-ish, two and a third seasons of Survivor, uh, who would be your Survivor dream blind date? Oh, all of the seasons that we've seen. Yeah, it doesn't have to be on this one. Ooh, that's You can pull okay. from Cagayan uh, or Pearl Islands as well. In in that case, uh, it's 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 Wu from Kagai. Oh, <laughs> from from this season, it was going to be someone else. But if I could pick anybody, it's Wu. Hundred percent. Sonic the Hedgehog style. Yeah, <laughs> you'd be there faster than Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> Wu's a good dude. Big fan of Wu. Uh, Emily, welcome to Outwatch. Thanks for having me. Emily, same question. Who's your Goodness. dream survivor blind date? Well, I didn't know before answering this question, it could be any of the seasons. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but if we're focusing on this season, my pick is Butch. Good guy, Butch. He good is. Good guy, Butch. He's such a good guy. Hey, hey, Emily. Yes. Believe in yourself. Thank you. Believe in yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I will. <laughs> uh, Scott, welcome to Outwatch. Hey, how's it going? So good. Hey, who's your dream survivor blind date? Um, so I'm going to throw it back. Throw it um, way back. I guess throwing it back to our first season, but with the season we're in, it would be like throwing it forward. Yeah. True. Um, Lillian. Mm. Oh, yes. Ooh. That's a good pick. Now I know how Jesus felt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or I could have gone. <laughs> oh, thanks so much. I'm so happy. No one ever picks me. We could do scout stuff. It'd be great. <laughs> uh, Rupert's over here thinking. You me. <laughs> um, you know I. I would really love to have a blind date with Sandra. In a sexual way. <laughs> <laughs> Had to do it. I don't mean it. <laughs> love Sandra, though. She's the queen. Um, well, wonderful. Uh, today, like I said, we're getting into episode five of Survivor the Amazon titled Pickup Sticks. And what do you say we roll through this episode beat by beat? 
and hit the high points. What do you say, guys? Sounds great. Let's do it. All right. We kick things off um, with a bang. Alex cuts his face on a machete while working at camp. He has to get all patched up. They use a can of Coke to um, uh, cool the wound. Scott, we'll get your take as a medical professional on that move here shortly. Okay. Um, And then on the other side, Jean solidifies her isolation on the women's side of camp. She really puts herself further into the hole that she had already been. And then, of course, we have that infamous blind date. Dave and Jenna, as the youngest members of their respective tribes, get sent off for, quote, wine and laughter. And uh, after a nice night alone in which Jenna really lets fly a lot of information about her tribe to Dave, Jeff comes back the next morning and Dave and Jenna have to draft new tribes. Uh, We've got a tribe swap and... Um, may need a fact check on this, but I do believe this is the first tribe swap in survivor history. Oh, the new tribes shake out this way. Dave, um, is joined by Heidi, Butch, Christy, Roger, and Jean, and Jenna selects for her tribe, Alex, Dina, Rob, Shauna, and Matthew. Really interesting stuff going on about the way that these tribes shook out. Um, at the new blue tribe, this is Dave's tribe. Uh, they work really hard to include Christy in the late night convos, and that goes a long way with her. But meanwhile, on the yellow side of things, Dina is really worried that Shauna is distracted from their girls alliance by Alex, who is really, really just a cute guy. Um, at the immunity challenge, we've got a word search followed by a paddling race and Jenna's new yellow tribe wins that one, sending the blue tribe to tribal council. Things are looking like a stalemate at 3-3. In fact, the girls randomly select a stick and pick to vote for Butch. And Dave, sensing this stalemate, works really hard to get Heidi to flip and vote with the men uh, Yeah, and ruin that stalemate. At Tribal, we hear about this from Heidi, where she's contemplating balancing being on a new tribe and yet keeping old loyalties. And as the dust settles, ultimately Heidi does flip on the girls, sends her vote on Jean, and Jean becomes the next player voted out by a vote of four to two. And just like that, the first actual member of someone's tribe is eliminated from the game, Emily... Sorry about it, but uh, your poison dart frogs take a hit this episode. Yeah, we do. Um, good intro, good, good episode here. I thought the tribe swap stuff was really interesting. Um, yeah, to hear their reasoning behind stuff. I thought that the ways that the new tribes broke inje- injected some fun and some, uh, yeah, some change into the game that was much needed. Uh, what were your guys' favorite moments of this episode? Scott, would you uh, would you care to go first? Um, yeah, my f- one of my favorite parts was like after the tribe swap. It was at like, is it Tum- Tumbaki? Tumbaki? Uh, Tumbaki. Tumbaki. Ah, I should know that having watched <laughs> the episodes. <laughs> <laughs> I just call um, them blue and yellow, honestly. Yeah, I know. But at the new tribe, I really liked how they made uh, Christy feel more included. Yeah. I really liked that. It was kind of heartwarming, just like the fact that they like turned the lantern up and all that good stuff, like like one of my highlight parts of the Yeah. Yeah, that was good stuff. Uh, Adam, do you have a favorite moment here? I, I was going to say that. I, 
I would say generally I wasn't a big fan of this episode. Really? Um, I, I think it's interesting the whole like letting two people pick the tribes the way they did, but mm-hmm. I hated the whole, hey, you're gonna go spend the night with somebody and there's yeah, like, was one bed, so we expect you to sleep with them. And like that was weird. Uh I, I didn't think the challenge was particularly good for immunity. Yeah. Like it, it was it was it wasn't a bad challenge, but it wasn't like all that interesting Mm -hmm. um but the new the way that they got to choose the new tribes was pretty cool and then kind of dropping the bomb that like all the information you just shared is like gonna come into play right and i i really i would echo what scott said like seeing christy go to a new tribe was really cool and Mm -hmm. to see especially like butch and and, you know roger and everybody just kind of like yeah like we hear what you're saying. We're going to do our best to include you in every, any, every way we can. Yeah. Emily, what was your favorite moment this episode? Uh, I hate to echo everything that's been said, <laughs> <laughs> but I think I will do that. Um, obviously Christy is on my team and I think she's great. So I really liked the opportunity for her to kind of start fresh with some new people who made sure that, you know, she was included in the conversations and then it was interesting, I guess, when. What's her name? Where is she? Uh, Jenna, yes, was just spilling the tea about her tribe. <laughs> that tea was indeed spilt. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then they switched tribes. And I just kept thinking, like, you know, I'm sure that she was just in the moment and just ready to talk to someone who wasn't, you know, involved in her tribe about yeah. what was going on. But yeah. I just can't imagine, like in seasons that happened after that, that you you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't Mm -hmm. think she was thinking about how that could affect her strategically. Yeah. Um, Whereas I think in future seasons, people may have been picked up on that a bit more and been more strategic because they could have anticipated a swap or something. That's the thing. Like you couldn't, you couldn't do this again. This is this is like the one time you could do it because in future episodes, anybody's anticipating that there might be this opportunity to kind of pick and choose. And so you're going to try to extract information from other people, not just offer up. I think this episode um, really showed us the Survivor is a reality show era of yeah. Survivor, uh-huh. not really a game show. Or not not really a big game. Yeah. Like we, we talked about this in like episode one when we started this season that we, we see a lot of reality show elements in this season. And this Emily was like, this feels like Big Brother. <laughs> um, like it, yeah. it just it just yeah. had that vibe to it. Like when, you know, Jenna and Dave roll up to this cabana that they're going to spend the night together with in, you know. Yeah, for sure only like added to by the fact that it's like send your two youngest tribes yeah, it's ridiculous it was so send, transparent send your two hottest people right. <laughs> right well and this is another example of like we it's the producers like the producers yeah, sure. came into this like somebody came in and said we're gonna do this like yep. um let's talk a little bit about Jean when she comes back from camp here she kind of like um she is right in assuming that she is the odd person out, um, but she does no- nothing to help her cause here. Um, yeah, what do you guys think about how Jean returned to camp 
um, and kind of played the martyr. I this episode was interesting because you had Gene and Dina playing like opposite roles where Dina starts the episode by talking about how she's the alpha female, like yeah. she is in charge, is in a great position. And Gene is coming into this episode like I'm screwed. Like I'm I'm out of the I'm out of the majority alliance. I have nothing. I, I have no real like game, you know, hand to play at this point. And then realizes there's a swap and she is expressing like, oh, this is great for me. And mm-hmm. Dina's like, this is awful for me. But I, I just see we, we just see that like lack of strategy in these early seasons mm-hmm. kind of bite people in this in this episode in particular, where they basically just accepted Gene basically just accepted like there's probably going to be a tie and we'll see what happens. Yeah. Yeah. That was interesting. The way that they, yeah, just kind of wrote it off except for the one person who didn't. And that was the, uh, the difference maker. Mm-hmm. Um, we let's talk a little bit more about the survivor blind date. Um, one of the things that really struck me was the amount of food that they're getting for basically nothing. Uh, Jenna said it best. You've got to be crapping me. You've got to be crapping me, she said, which is apparently a thing that you can say. But they got so much food um, for no reason other than being the youngest people. And that's like, we've talked about this before, but a legitimate advantage over everyone else that they get like a full meal here. And two full meals. Yeah, two full meals is crazy for no reason. <laughs> Just being born right. That's right. I mean, we saw this in Kagayan where they everybody vote. I mean, everybody voted one person on each tribe who got to go ahead of the tribe and then either choose an advantage for themselves or Mm -hmm. extra rice. Mm -hmm. Like this is a version of that. Uh It's just there's so little strategy happening that we don't see anything come of it. Yeah, and there's, like, no agency this time. It's just, like, whereas before there was a little bit with, like, who you voted for. Yeah, it, this was it was weird. I like yeah, it, it, it just was, felt it was so odd. reality TV. Yeah. Yeah, they, the producers definitely just like like there's there's like you said there's no like strategy involved. They just said, "Okay, pick the two youngest, let's give them a bunch of food and make them pick teams." Yeah. <laughs> and uh we well, get the classic survivor outdoor shower. Yeah. Yeah. Staple. Well, and, yeah. and in a normal season of Survivor, like both of those people, Jenna and Dave should have had targets on their back the second they came back. Yeah. Because you don't know if you can trust them anymore. Yeah. yeah. But like it's just everyone's just like, oh, OK, this is what happened. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Yeah. I wonder if how much of that was like diffused by the immediate swap too, or like mm-hmm. immediately yeah. they're not yeah. worried about that. Yeah. We talked a lot about how Jenna like. Uh, was really open and candid about what was going on at her tribe and that like maybe turned out not being a solid move for her. How do you think that you should handle a situation like this where you're interacting with someone from another tribe who may or may not be, you know, on the same beach as you or with people who are on the same beach as you soon? Um, Emily, how do you think that one should go about such an encounter? Um, I thought it was interesting how Dave did handle it. They spent a lot more time showing Jenna and what she was talking about her tribe, like kind of the way that she was just telling everything. Like I said, yeah. 
Um, and then they spent like a very brief second showing Dave and what he was saying about his tribe. He was like, okay, well, I'll tell you all about my tribe now. And kind of like, uh-huh. okay, now I'll kind of, you know, equal you in, in the information shared. But in what he shared, it was just like, you know, this guy's from this place and he's a whatever. Right. And this guy's from here and he's, yeah. And I don't know how much further he got into the details, but that was interesting. Yeah. I, he kind of made it like, okay, now I'll spill the tea. But in actuality, he just gave like facts. <laughs> right. I, it, it seemed like he just gave, these are the people on the tribe. This is what they do. And this is how they are in the tribe. Whereas Jenna was like, this is my alliance. Yeah. At the end of the day, Dave kind of had his core alliance. Like he wasn't, it wasn't like Alex and him were tight. It wasn't like Matthew and him were tight. It wasn't like Rob and him were tight. Right. Like he liked Roger and Butch. Those are the two people on that tribe that he liked. And he got both of them. Right. Right. Yeah. Whereas Jenna was separated from Heidi, who she was very vocal about being. And Christy. Yeah. Yeah. Being on her side. Yeah. I I think that, yeah, the way to handle this is kind of like what Dave did, but maybe a little bit more intentionally of like. Um, because it would also backfire probably if you were just like outwardly, like I'm telling you nothing, you know, like to Mm -hmm. give off the impression that you are like divulging secrets, but either, yeah, they're like not important or like stretching the truth, you know? Well, it almost seems like you should be trying to form an alliance with that person. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. And I should have walked out of there feeling like if we both make it to the merger, like you and I are going. Yeah. That's a great point. True so Odd question though yeah, i was yeah. gonna say what if you just i was thinking like how would it go if you were just, just like to completely lie about everything though yeah yeah right probably That's not well. <laughs> i guess in this case you would then that those people would then be with that other person so it would probably yeah. get diffused but 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 like like alex said that uh, a swap hasn't happened and we don't think a swap has happened in survivor in the five seasons before this. So there's no reason to expect that, you know, they're going to swap tribes. It seems Mm -hmm. like what they should be preparing for is the, the merger. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And it's, it's hard to, I guess like that, that's my mindset is like this whole thing should have been preparing for the merger. Even if you walk away from it with a swap tribe, you know, at least then you're sitting there going like, yeah, at least I have an alliance or I have some people on the other tribe that I know I can get through. I just need to make it. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That I that idea of like not knowing what's coming and therefore being unable to prepare for it is really interesting. And I think like in when people talk about um, more like recent Survivor too, like survivors now in the place where they're adding like some new form of an advantage or a new form of idol, like almost every season to, you know, continue to up the ante and keep it fresh and all that. But yeah, people make the argument that it's like it, these, some of these things are like unfair or just like unpreparable. Um, yeah. Like it's impossible to prepare for them because yeah. How am I supposed to, um, make a move keeping to like not be nixed by an idle nullifier when I don't even know that that's a thing that can exist in this game, you know? Right. And it's the yeah. same sort of thing here where it's like, yeah, if they if these people have no context for like, oh, I need to like read the room to prepare for a swap or whatever. Yeah, they're they're not going to do that. And that's not necessarily a bad thing, you know, it's part of like the game. Of course, you can like 
you know, yeah, compare this to like basketball, you know, <laughs> and obviously that wouldn't fly if they were like, by the way, this is ultra ball and um, <laughs> you dunk it and you get 10 points. It's like, wait, hold on. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like there was a point in basketball, though, where something like that had to happen where, I mean, all of a sudden, like, you know, I, I didn't realize we could just dunk the ball. I didn't realize I mean, like the alley oop. Right, yeah. like someone memorialized the in the great else. film, like, um, um, uh, semi pro. The moment yeah. that the alley oop oh, right. was invented, <laughs> when Jackie Moon invents the alley oop, he uses it to defeat the San Antonio Spurs. But it's gotta be like that, or you know, or like in football, like was there always a fake punt, or was that just like yeah. someone one day was like, wait, what if like, we can pretend to kick it and we're not actually gonna kick it? That is like, a good point. Yeah. You know, it's it's almost like that where it's like you're you're adding in something that changes the game in some way. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's just the fact that like it's just the fact that the you know it, it's less about like strategy. I came up with something that's really weird that like fits within the rules of the game, but like no one really thought it before me. Yeah. Now it's just like these people are adding in new pieces yeah what what would make it a better analogy is if the referee at halftime you know pulled aside the coach and was like hey um i got you this ball here on the sideline <laughs> and you can use that and if you dunk that you get 10 points right exactly the other team yeah. doesn't know about it but <laughs> it's totally legit yeah hmm. well and that, and that tests people's ability to you know how do i how do i use this how do i think on my feet how do yeah. i you know yeah. Great game. Yeah. Fun stuff. Uh, guys, let's get into the big question of this episode. Who drafted the better tribe? When you look at the new Dave tribe and the new Jenna tribe on paper, who do you think drafted the superior tribe? That is a tough question. It is. Maybe do it from the perspective of the drafter too, you know. Like if if you're Dave, did you succeed compared to if you're Jenna? I I feel like both of them succeeded in their own right. I mean, uh -huh. Dave gets Christy, Heidi, and Jean. Mm -hmm. I, I I mean, Jenna has complained about Shauna. Like you don't want Shauna on your team because she's comatose. <laughs> right. And that leaves until Dina Alex and, shows up. And I think, and, well, and I think that, I think that Jenna drafted Dina pretty quick. So there wasn't, yeah. she, so he, Dave didn't have the option to take Dina. So it was like, he took Chrissy, Heidi and Jean. All that made sense. Yeah. Uh, and they like alternated, right? So like right. Dave picked a woman, it was like, Jenna picked yeah, a Jenna, man. Jenna had Dave to draft a guy man, and Dave right. had to draft a girl and they just alternated back and forth. Right. Um, whereas Dave or Jenna, sorry, takes Matthew, Alex and Rob, who mm -hmm. are probably the three physical advantages well, from the men's tribe. Maybe not Rob, but <laughs> well, I mean, you're, you're talking about Rob, Roger and Butch. True, like, that's true. That's kind of toss up at that point. Yeah. Like, I, I don't think that Roger and Butch are, you know, particularly great yeah. picks. You know, it's just kind of, you know, so I, I, I think that they both did really well mm -hmm. in terms of what they knew about the other tribe. Yeah. So yeah, cop out. 
Scott, what do you think? I was going to say, like, on, initially when it happened, like, my first thought was, man, the, the Jabiru tribe is, like, way better on paper. Mm-hmm. So I, just from, like, the like not thinking about it from, like, each drafter's perspective, I'm like, from what we know about it and this point in the game, I feel like the Jabiru tribe has, like, the better players on it. Yeah. But, when you, but, like, when you ask the question, like, think about it from the drafter's perspective, like... I do think Dave did pretty good then because yeah, Roger and Butch are like his guys and he got to keep his alliance. Yeah. And that does, that does say something good about what Dave did there. So. Mm -hmm. Emily, do you have any thoughts? Um, Yeah, I guess I was just trying to think about the tribes synergy after the picks synergy, instead of looking at, (laughs) And so, well, shut up, Adam. It's 2002. <laughs> Corporate buzzwords are all the rage. <laughs> Good Lord. I'm just stuck in the past now because of this season. Um, instead of like looking at the picks on paper, just how they all kind of played out yeah. when they were actually together. I think there's a lot of camaraderie in Tabaki. Mm-hmm. Um, but then... Jabiru is interesting because there are a lot of the younger people with some of the more strategic players, yeah. but like seeing Shauna just completely do a 180 right. so that she's not just a bump on a log anymore. Like <laughs> that was good for them. Right. Yeah. I guess you kind of see like Tambaki seems more like game focused than they're Jabiru. More, they're more team focused, I yeah. think. Well, yeah. Te- yeah, team game focused. Whereas like yeah. Jabiru is more like we're it, it, it looks like reality TV. And Tamaki is like like they're very team focused. They're very mm. much like we are together, we're a unit, we're you know. Yeah. Man, I've got a I hear what you're saying, but it really feels like Jenna's tribe is head and shoulders above the other one to me. Like yeah, Dave gets to keep Butch and Roger around with him. But if you're Jenna, I feel like you've succeeded in everything you could possibly do going into this except for keep Heidi on your tribe. That's the only thing she didn't get done. She gets, yeah, uh, probably, like you guys were saying, your three biggest assets of men on the board. You get all three of them. You don't get to keep Heidi, but you keep Shauna and Dina, who are both a part of your alliance. Um, yeah, there's not a woman on your tribe that you're not in an alliance with and all the men on your tribe are assets. And also you've picked Alex, who apparently was the salve that, uh, was needed to rouse Shauna from her age old slumber. (laughs) Um, and by doing so, you've you've also revived her. (laughs) Yeah. Like that's a fair assessment too. And yeah, this, this season is just so hard to like have this conversation about because they're so a strategic in the way. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. It, so the, I'm, yeah, if it was any other season, I'd be like, yeah, like Jenna, Jenna's team looks like she's going to, they're going to crush it. And Tom McKee looks like it would be in some kind of disarray. Yeah. But in this season, I just, I don't know. I don't, I don't see that. Yeah. <laughs> what like saves Tom McKee is like that, they're like good folks on that tribe, you know, and they are like are the band together sort of people. And so, yeah, it's like raising their well, ability. And, and yeah, and it seems like a prime opportunity of like who gets the momentum and they just rip it up because they have yeah. the momentum, not because they're, you know, 
necessarily better, but just because it's momentum is so much in this game. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I thought this stuff was, was really interesting. Uh, immunity challenge. This is the word search and then boat thing. Um, <laughs> this is my big note guys. They did it. They set up the puzzles so that you can't cheat off one another. They did it. <laughs> they showed like an aerial shot and they were pointed at an angle such that you couldn't cheat off the other person when they were done. Angled away. They figured it out. Bottle this. Do it every time. <laughs> One of my favorite moments was when um, somebody spelled a word that like kind of looked like piranha. But yeah. like it definitely wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> well, and then Roger at one point was like Jaguar, J A G U A R G. Yeah, it took me like <laughs> a full that. minute to be like Jaguar. <laughs> Jaguar. <laughs> I didn't know they made such an animal. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this was just so uninteresting to watch. Like know, it, it was wasn't bad. it wasn't like a bad challenge necessarily. Well, it's just I like... asked Adam because it was a really close game. They kept playing that up. They were like, oh, Tamaki is like catching up. Don't yeah. give up, Tamaki. And I asked Adam, I was like, what do they do when they get to shore with the flags? Like, is there another another puzzle? And he was like, no, I just got to put them up. <laughs> I was like, put them oh, in OK, cool. <laughs> Yeah, like <laughs> you got to think in terms of the viewing experience, you know, right. like <laughs> I would someone... never tune in to watch people do a word search. <laughs> Some puzzle yeah. master was like, we're going to make six people on each side of this do the same word search. Yeah, it's like. <gasps> and that's the number two for Tom Key. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> yeah, this was this was a bad series of challenges for the viewer. <laughs> <laughs> it's tough. It's tough. Yeah, my big yeah, thing with it was though, like they didn't even make the puzzle different. Like it was the same for both teams, right? right? <laughs> like they couldn't yeah. have even switched that up. Like yeah, it was just not good. <laughs> well, and then it was like you have to go out and get the five animals that you found, but like they were in the same spot. So the team that was in second place just looked for the boxes that already had the flags taken from yeah. right so they didn't have right. to like it, it's not like they were indifferent there was just so much about this it was like we were robbed of any good challenge in this like, maybe they anticipated it being harder to like remember the five animals or something and they would like yeah, mess up I and have to go back i don't know just give each tribe member one animal to remember yeah, yeah there's six people like you know I mean? <laughs> right right yeah it's it's <laughs> They got to cut cut costs somehow, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Just mail in a couple this challenges. Was, this was it. <laughs> this was the clip show episode. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. They actually used to do this, and as a matter of fact, I think there probably is a clip show this season. Oh. We're gonna skip it if so. Yeah, we will yep. definitely skip it. Yep. Episode ten is the first twenty-seven days. Oh come uh, on! <laughs> it's a recap episode. Um, but, they used to do the, the clip shows during March Madness because March Madness was on uh, ABC and they'd have to like change the the airtime. Yeah. And so they'd do a clip show. That tracks. Fun fact. We were just robbed of like any good challenge this episode. You were robbed? Yeah, yeah. I keep thinking uh, I'm like, that's a strong pun. And I just through the magic. That's not the, magic that the pun. I can channel and harness those spirits. Ah. <laughs> just because it was like the reward challenge was just who's the youngest on your tribe. Yep. They win. Yeah. And then 
Hooray. Thank the goodness, though. Was, here's a crossword puzzle. Go out and get these flags. Yeah, thank goodness they didn't try to squeeze an actual reward challenge in this, though, too. Yeah. That it would be nothing but challenges. Yeah, this was just such a weird episode for me. Like, I liked it for that weird, reason. There were just some, there were like really good elements. There were elements that I really didn't enjoy. Yeah. And then there were elements that were like, what was the point of this? Yeah. Like the, the immunity <laughs> challenge, like just felt so yeah. hard to watch as a viewer. It, wasn't it also great. was just like, okay, here are your new tribes. One of you lost. So who's leaving? And they were like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, we don't know these people. Yeah. So yeah. let's do a tie. And it ended up being a little bit more strategic with, um, yeah. Uh, Heidi switching mm-hmm. a bit, but right. I mean, they were fully intending to just, vote against each other yeah it's like they haven't even had a chance to bond or anything get to know each other at all let's let's talk about that because yeah. that is the most strategic this ep- season has been yeah it's definitely the biggest thing from this episode to talk about is heidi choosing to flip on the other women on her tribe to vote with the men and vote out gene um yeah and yeah the fact that even this seems elementary but like that dave saw an opportunity to try and like swing her over um and succeeded in that yeah, it is like the most um, dissectable move. So, um, yeah, let's try and make this decision for her. Why do you think if you're Heidi, this is the right move? Why do you think this is a potentially bad move? What do you guys think? I just, I don't know, like, I wonder if she... I'm just trying to think about like what she was thinking about in that moment. And I can understand her worrying about flipping to the guy's side and then moving forward, being left out and kind of being in the minority. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, like what if you all just decide to go for a tie and then you're in as Heidi, then you're the one that the guys vote for. And then you have to fight for your place. Mm -hmm. Right. So there's like a, a risk in both, but one of them seems like she could have a little bit more control, mm-hmm. especially thinking about, you know, she may be in the mi- minority moving forward, but there could be a merger. Yeah. The word control there, I think is pretty big that like, yeah, by swapping, by flipping on the, um, the girl, she's put herself in control of what happens that night. It also takes the, um, yeah, like you said, the uh, ability for the rock draw to boink her out, takes that out mm-hmm. of the question. It also removes any control that she has if they have to go to tribal again. Yeah, because you've put the men solely in. in right. The, you um, you volunteered position. to be in the minority. Yeah, that's true. And that's that's a rough position to be in. I mean, hopefully it doesn't you know come to that. But also, this is just such a weird decision because like Chrissy and Heidi are technically in an alliance. Mm-hmm. Gene is not in an alliance with them. Yeah. So part of my mindset is like, you know what? Like, I don't have to change my plan right now. Gene was the next one gone in my mind anyway. We'll just send her home. Right. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's a huge part of it, I think. Yeah. My favorite part, though, is when she asked Dave, what would you do if you were me? Yeah. <laughs> like, that was such a dumb question. <laughs> she probably was just like, I don't even know what to say. I need to stall for time. <laughs> uh-huh. He's like, uh, what mean... would you do? And Dave's like, well, I would do what I'm telling you to do. <laughs> right. I would definitely come with me. <laughs> I would totally flip. I bet when, um, when 
they got to tribal council the next episode and Jenna saw that um, Jean got voted out, she was like, You've got to be trapping me. (laughs) (laughs) Such like a, I've got to say something that can be uncensored on network television moment. Yeah. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I thought that like... um, the way that Dave approached this, I thought was really good too, where he um, kind of pitches to her that, listen, if you like vote with us here, like, yeah, you're right that you'll be on the bottom, but you'll be the last like woman to woman to go from this tribe. If it, if it gets to that, you know, I thought that was an interesting incentive for him to throw out there. Yeah. Well, and that's like, I mean, in current seasons of Survivor, you you see people promise we're going to be the top three. Yeah. Like, yeah. do you mean them? It's like you never promise someone like you're going to be the first one gone after everyone else is gone. <laughs> right. Like you're last in your first out. Sorry. You know, you never see that promise. Right. So it was so weird to see that promise in this episode of you know, if we get down to this point, like you are gone. Right. But this guarantees you at least two tribals mm-hmm. to get it together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you guys think she was going to do it when you guys uh, ended up with tribal council? Did you think that Heidi was going to gonna flip or did you think we we're going to end up in a tie? Scott, what do you think in that moment? I felt like... I think I felt like she was going to do it. Yeah. I don't know. I just felt like they weren't going to actually do the tie thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know. There's like too much opportunity to be had there, I guess. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> that was kind of my thought. So, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It's also just easier to vote someone out that you know is going home mm-hmm. as opposed to just being like, we're going to vote for this person and, they're going to vote for their person. We'll see what happens. Right. Yeah. There's too many, too much of a variable there. I feel like for like anybody to actually go through with that. Yeah. And it like, it puts you solely in the path of potential destruction too, where if you, yeah, if you vote someone that's not your first choice, at least it's not you. Right. Yeah. And she talks about it really interestingly at tribal where she's like, we're in this place now where, even though we came from two different tribes, like we are one tribe now, like, and so we have to figure out how much we carry over, like those existing alliances and stuff and still operate as like a new unit. Right. Um, Mm -hmm. and so, yeah, she's like in this moment willing to ditch some of her old loyalties to do what's best for her and for her tribe in the moment, which, yeah, I think is some good, like forward thinking. I still think it's interesting though, that, um, Dave, like that's definitely something he gleaned from what Jenna said is yeah, good point to tell her like we are we definitely want to get rid of Jean, mm-hmm. knowing that she was next anyway. So for Heidi, like that wasn't a point of contention. Yeah, because that would have added another layer if he was like, we want to get rid of someone that that's right. You maybe don't have feelings about, or mm-hmm. maybe do like. Yeah, Dave couldn't make this play without the information that Jenna gave him. Yeah, and that is wild. actually (laughs) yeah no that's a a really great point yeah and that like even his knowing that 
Um, you know, she and Heidi are especially close. I don't know how that that information probably was like helpful to as like yeah, targeting Heidi as the one to flip versus Christy, for example. Yeah, if mm-hmm. she if he like knows that her strongest ally is on the other side of the island, she's probably mm-hmm. looking for some yeah some new connection. So yeah, I thought this was uh was really interesting and you're right. I think probably the biggest strategic move of the season so far. So with that, uh, Heidi is uh, the decider of Jean's fate and she's voted out, um, making that our first um, casualty of a, of a tribe. Um, Emily in the poison dart frog loses their first member. Um, (laughs) And unfortunately it was a low week for you, Emily only amassing 25 points after Jean got zero and Christy voted incorrectly at tribal. So she only got Mm. five. Whereas Scott and Adam both picked up 40 points. Um, And Mm. now our running total at this point is in third place, the poison dart frogs at 125. In second place is Adam's Believe in Yourself and Aliens Tribe at 135. <laughs> and Tribe Bangarang is leading the way by a five-point margin at 140. Oh. Bangarang. Bangarang. Bangarang, indeed. Uh, Emily, what do you think about your tribe at this point, having lost Gene? You've still got Rob, Christy, and Roger. Um yeah, you did have three members of that new blue tribe, now down to mm-hmm. two. Um, what are you thinking about your hopes going forward with that that threesome? Well, I think I have a good mix of people. I've got someone who's very conniving, Rob. I have Christy, who's really hardworking. And I have Roger, who seems to be flying under the radar a bit. Mm-hmm. So that feels Less risky. Yeah. I've diversified my portfolio. <laughs> That's you have you have three people on the new Tombaki. Well, now you only have two people on the new Tombaki. But Scott has three people on the new Jabaru. Correct. And I managed to somehow maintain two and two. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. My biggest thought right now is just like, why does Adam always get the good picks? And what am I doing wrong? <laughs> <laughs> I'm in second. I'm kind of, I know, but we'll just give it time. I'm just having a personal crisis. <laughs> Adam's got You're Heidi. Second, but you still managed to point out how much better your team is. <laughs> That's not, no, no, here's the thing. Here's the thing. That, that is, a, that doesn't make my team better. That means that every week there is a 50, 50 shot that someone on my team is going to tribal. Yeah, Whereas for you guys, the risk is a lot less because if the other tribe goes to tribal, you know, so for like Scott this week, dealing with Alex, Dina and Jenna, his only risk was Dave. Right. You know, that's such a low risk for you. You got unlucky because you're that majority tribe went to tribal. But, you know, if that changes next week, then your risk is a lot lower. Mine is 50, 50 every week. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Living on the edge. Adam. It's just, <laughs> <laughs> I think that, um, yeah, Dave was the last pick that went off the board. Um, Scott, yeah. Scott cleaned up Dave at the very end and, um, yeah, that's well, maybe no, looking like Emily a steal. Had the last pick. So it would have been Roger. Are you sure? Yeah, well, I'm looking looking at the draft right now. Oh, you're right, you're right. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Second last pick. Emily had the first pick, so she would have had the last pick. True. 
but it was Scott's last pick, which means it was a second what? to last. That's yeah. true. That's true. I'm feeling good about my team right now. Dave is the douchiest player in this season, <laughs> and somehow he is still <laughs> such a strong player to have in Fantasy Survivor. Bangarang. Bangarang, baby. Let's go. <laughs> Uh, let's close things out with everyone's favorite segment, and that is naming our Outwatch MVPs. Let's take a quick look at the wow. leaderboard to this point. Um, Dina is running away with things. She has six MVP points, whereas Matthew and Christy have one apiece. Uh, this is the point where all four of us state our MVPs of the episode, who we think had the strongest showing and advanced their cause in the game the best. Um. Scott, since you're leading the way as far as points go, why don't you give us your MVP this episode first? Um, I'm going to go with Jenna because... Jenna's on the board. Boom. Because of her ability to draft a team. Yeah. Because I feel like the Jabiru tribe is very strong. Mm. At least on paper. We'll see how the dynamic moves going or goes moving forward. But at least on paper, I feel like a lot of strong players are on her tribe. So I feel good about that tribe moving forward. You've got to be crapping me. (laughs) (laughs) A point for Jenna. What about you, Adam? Who are you going to give your MVP point to? Uh, um, I think I'm going to give it to Dave, actually. The opposite side of that. Ring-a-ring. I, I, think, ring, baby. I, I, I agree. I think Jenna picked a better tribe, but I think Dave really solidified his his ability to at least get to the merger and yep. swaying Heidi. Yep. Huge move. Turning her over. Uh, you're right. That's really big. Uh, Emily, what about you? Who gets your MVP point? Oh, gosh. I am torn. I think... Everyone's pick so far are very valid. <laughs> um, I think Butch is great. I know I picked him as my first question answer, but just the way that he really brought the team together, mm-hmm. the way that he made Christy feel very welcome, made extra efforts to make sure that she was involved, I thought was very touching. And Christy thought so too. So... Point for Butch. Yeah. Got a lot of good pick. My second choice was Shauna for the miraculous recovery that she <laughs> Truly. <laughs> truly. But yeah. I went with Butch. She went from she zero to a hundred. Showing a lot of grit. Yeah. She's yeah. real gritty. Really just uh pull herself up by her bootstraps, That's you know. Right. No That's help right. from anybody. No. <laughs> Except for <laughs> Alex. Um, I'm, uh, I'm we'll gonna talk more about that next episode. <laughs> Indeed, we will. I'm going to also assign my point to Jenna for the same reason that Scott did. Um, it, yeah, I was really close between Jenna and Dave because D- Dave getting Heidi to flip is so huge. But mm. I really think Jenna put herself in a great position with the tribe that she drafted. Um, yeah. yeah, similarly to what you were saying with Dave, I think that she's in a really safe spot. Um, for the rest of this until we hit the merge. I don't think that she's going to be voted out anytime soon with who she's got around her. Any closing thoughts before we wrap things up for this episode? Mm. I think this is the first time I'm ever, I've ever been in the lead in fantasy survivor. Uh, is it? I feel well, like last you had episode. some good luck with RNGs last time. I would say Kagayan gave you Tony. 
true. No, you were never in the lead. Oh, you you kind of ran away with it. Yeah, I ran away with Kagayan. <laughs> what about what about the first one? No, you were in the lead. Was I? In the first one, yeah. You you ran the board until. Oh, no, did it? Yeah, oh. look, he, no. he was he's. He's twenty five. You're twenty six. Weirdo. Oh, I'm looking at Emily's. I'm sorry. Wow. <laughs> yeah, Scott, you got really, really close. Um, it towards the end of of Pearl Islands, but then Adam happened to have Sandra DS twenty. Sandra, uh, yeah, it came down to Sandra, didn't it? Yep. Okay. I yeah. So you're you're right. This is the first time. This is the first time really. Emily had to have been leading at some point, right? Wow. I can't always be leading in these. Wow. Uh, yeah, Emily, Dara's second win had, um, yeah, had a little bit of... Yeah, Dara's second win had a really good run. She did have a second she win. Did. Yeah, 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 yeah. In the early early episodes of Kageyama. So yeah, so this is your first time leading two weeks now. That's right. Whoop, 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 whoop. Do you want to you wanna trade somebody, uh, Scott? Hey, wait till oh, next episode, guys. We can't do that until guys. next episode. Chill out. Jeez. <laughs> 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 Let me think about it. Okay. We'll give it a week. We'll yeah, come back yeah, we'll come back yeah, in a week. Totally give it a week. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for listening, everyone. Uh, make sure to subscribe to our podcast feed and to follow us on Twitter at Outwatch Podcast. And hey, folks listening at home, we also want to hear who you would love to have a survivor blind date with. Uh, hit us up with the answer to that question on Twitter, or you can email us at outwatchpodcast at gmail.com. Um, and we will shout out your answers. So thanks for listening. And next time on Outwatch, we will be recapping episode six of Survivor of the Amazon titled More Than Meat, M E A T. The eye. It's disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See you then. <laughs> <laughs>